your desire to make things simple and avoid distraction and stay focused in an overwhelming world is probably going to be correlated to your long-term goals. The point is focus is the most important skill of the 21st century because we have distractions everywhere. We have distractions literally a hundred times more than our parents and our parents' parents. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 970. It's got to be about more than just the money. Today, for episode number 971, Strategy Saturday, how to stay focused in an overwhelming world. Alan, this was your idea. The floor in the microphone is yours, and the mic is hot. All right, so, Kev, do you remember way back in our day, there was an N64 game called the Ocarina of Time? Zelda, my mom, mastered it. Oh, fire game. Well, my friends went out and bought the strategy guide. It was a magazine form strategy guide that taught you how to get through all the different challenges. There was seven temples, I believe, and one of them was the water temple. The fourth temple was the water temple. Hardest one by far. Do you remember the water temple? I wasn't. My mom played it. I'm not kidding. My mom was was world class at Zelda. I I do not doubt that. So, uh, shout out to Mama Palmieri. Shout out to Mama. World class at Zelda. Did she she have a strategy guide? I, I believe that she looked it up online. I believe we were able to do that at that time. (laughs) <laughs> there, there was internet back there then? Was internet no, I'm at that time. So, okay, so all my friends went and got the strategy, gu- strategy guide, and they beat the game way faster than me, and I was super jealous as a little kid. I was like, I want to beat the game. I was stuck on this one part of the water temple. I read the strategy guide, and I was like, ooh, that's that's why. That's the answer. There's the answer. I got to take, there was this uh, slingshot thing that you shot out of your arm, and it would it would literally bring you to that other level. The water temple was a bunch of different levels, so synchronistic, next level university here. But anyways, that's what Strategy Saturday is all about. A strategy can save you so much time and effort if you have the right strategy. So I came prepared for this episode with three big ideas. Three big ideas that I think will help you. And they're simple, but they're very, very important. The first big idea. Are you ready, Kevin? I'm ready. Sorry, I turned this into like a game show. No, I don't know good. why. I'm in a you're playful good. mood. It's yeah, fun, no, right? Yeah, no, this is, it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Saturday, if you're listening to this, it's Saturday. Hopefully it's beautiful out. Just enjoy and look Exactly, good. exactly. Spring is here. Summer's coming. It's all good. Number one, focus is like a muscle. So Kev's been in the gym since he was 16 years old and he has some muscles on him. There they are if you're on YouTube. And your focus muscle is similar in the sense that you can develop it over time. Some people really have trouble with focus. Anyone who struggles with uh, ADHD, you understand as well. Uh, My sister was diagnosed with ADHD 
growing up and she really has trouble focusing. And so she got on medication and that helped a lot. So if you're out there and you struggle with focus, realize that the more you practice it, the better it can get. And this is a muscle and you can train it every day. Just like when you go to the gym and lift weights, you get stronger, your focus muscle can get stronger. So that's big idea number one is that you can, don't don't identify as someone as I, I have ADHD and I can't focus. No, maybe you struggle with focus and maybe you have ADHD, but you can improve it. And this again is not my opinion. Uh, this is the neuroscience. The neuroscience has proven that you can change your brain chemically, structurally, and functionally every millisecond of every moment if you put your attention on the right things. So focus is like a muscle. That's number one. Number two, focus is the most important skill of the 21st century, in my opinion. Uh, We have more distractions now than ever. I opened this episode talking about the Ocarina of Time, which is an N64 game. That was a 64-bit game. That was one of the first consoles to ever exist. There was like regu- there was like Atari and then regular Nintendo and then there was like Sega and Super Nintendo and then there was N64 and, and Sony PlayStation. And the graphics on those games back then, if we went back and played them compared to the games, you know, the kids these days are playing, oh, yeah. it's not even close. And now you can play those games on your phone. You don't even need a, a big console. And so I I digress here. Focus is the most important skill of the 21st century because of the internet. We have tools at our disposal. I'm reading a book right now called Measure What Matters. And it's talking, it's by a man by the name of John Dewar. And he was originally with Sergey Brin and um, Larry Page, which were the founders of Google. When Google was first founded, Kevin and I were in like middle school, I'm pretty sure, if not even earlier. And that was before Google even existed that they were at their very infancy. So the internet isn't that old. And so now we have all these devices. Now we are interconnected on book club. We were talking to people all over the world on zoom and it was amazing. And we're getting notified by emails and we have Facebook messages and we have Instagram messages and we have tweets and we have phone calls still, but the phone is in our pocket now rather than, you remember the dial-up back in the day, Kev? You used to have to remember people's actual number because there was no such thing as contacts. And then do you remember caller ID? When caller ID came out, it was like, wait a minute, you can tell who calls and th- there goes prank phone calls. Prank <laughs> phone calls used to be a thing. <laughs> Kev, you did some prank calls back in the day? I remember, false? real quick, a real yep. quick story, real quick. I was in uh, somebody's basement and we pulled up the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard that they yep. used to have and we <laughs> called somebody and I don't know. I think we try to order pizza or something. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah. And then once caller ID came out, they can tell who you were. Well, it wasn't my house, so I wasn't hugely concerned with it. You know what I mean? When I was uh, very, very young, Kev, I'll tell this story briefly. I called 911 as a joke as a little kid. You can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. They called back and my sister had to like tell them like, oh, like Alan didn't know. It's all good. I didn't know they could tell <laughs> who called. I was... Never, never call 911 unless you actually have an emergency. That's, that's the lesson of that and this whole episode. No, I'm kidding. The point is focus is the most important skill of the 21st century because we have distractions everywhere. We have distractions literally a hundred times more than our parents and our parents' parents. Previous generations, I should say, because I know that people listen to this podcast all the way up to their 70s, which is awesome. But we have more distractions today than we ever have in all of previous human history. And so focus becomes unreasonably important. Third and final point, and then I'll let Kevin actually talk on this episode. 
uh, you have to engineer your environment to minimize distractions. Emilia and I, uh, our offices are upstairs and downstairs we have our yoga mats in front of the fireplace and the kitchen, obviously, in our bedroom. What we've decided is to bring our chargers upstairs. I've talked about this before because in the morning, right outside our door is where our bedroom door is where our phones used to be. And we, I used to immediately grab my phone and then get distracted so I wouldn't end up doing my mobility. So now we have upstairs is on the digital chain, so to speak, or the digital world, and downstairs is not. And we're trying to really respect those boundaries, uh, which is really, really important. So you have to engineer your environment to protect yourself from distractions. So the three points are focus is like a muscle and you can train it. Don't tell yourself a limiting belief that you can't. Number two, focus is the most important skill of the 21st century if you want to get to the next level, just like me at the Water Temple. This is the strategy. And then three is you have to engineer your environment to minimize distractions. Strategy Saturday. There they are. There they are. Uh, Alan, I believe that human beings, the reason we're so overwhelmed or we have to battle focus. Sorry, I keep looking to the left when I'm when I run out of things to say. Uh, we're more accessible. <laughs> we're more accessible. We've we've said this before. Of like, if you wanted, if you had a podcast, imagine if you had a podcast before social media existed. How would you even get a hold of your guests? Now I can just go on and DM Joe Rogan. I can DM Tony Robbins. Now will they get it? No, because they have teams that do that for them. But you're as a human being, you are unreasonably accessible now. Cell phone, email, social media platforms you know, mail to your house, like it's just way more accessible than it's ever been. So if you follow me on social media, maybe you have experienced this. I try to send everybody who follows me a video, a custom video. Hey, Alan, thank you for the follow. And then usually depending on what they're doing in the world or whatever it may be, I'll, you know, I'll add a little personalized message. You're welcome and, for the follow. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> One of the things I notice pretty quickly is how fast you message me back. There have been people who I, and again, this is not a judgment. This is to raise your awareness. Maybe you're this type of person, and I was in the past as well, where I will send a video and I will be getting ready to exit out of the window of the DM between myself and this person, and they will message me right back and say, hey, thanks so much for the video, or I'll see typing, or I'll see recording audio. You have to, to Alan's point, you have to eliminate as many distractions as humanly possible. You don't need, and again, Obviously, there are situations where you do, but you don't necessarily need the notifications on your phone on. If you have a child or something like that and you need to get notified, there are ways to do that, but you don't need your Facebook notifications on. You don't need your Instagram notifications on, your TikTok notifications on, your emails on, because every single time that happens, you're going to get a trigger and you're going to have to use discipline not to pick up your phone. Another thing that I, I think is probably an important thing, Alan, is... I would figure out when can you be the most focused. So this morning, my alarm went off at 5. I got up at 5 a.m., even though it is was a struggle because our new bed is very, very comfortable. But I came into the office, and I shut the door, and I just started working. And it was unreasonably simple for me to be focused because there's nothing else going on. I'm the only one up in the house. Nobody is texting me. There's no emails coming through. And again, all my notifications are silenced anyway. But I do think early morning, late evening are the two best times in terms of avoiding overwhelm and distraction because everybody else is either sleeping or maybe doing something else. So I would say, number one, make sure all your notifications are off if they can be. Obviously, if 
you know, you have kids and you're out, maybe that's something that is a non-negotiable for you, but really check in with that. Number two, find what time works best for you to be as focused as humanly possible. Um, and then I would say number three, we're talking short-term focus here. I guess this would be a question for you, Alan. How do you suggest people stay focused on the specific thing they want to master or accomplish over the long term? Because we're talking like how to stay focused moment to moment. How do you stay focused on what matters in the long run for months, weeks, months, years at a time? Uh, the first way to answer that question is you'll always struggle with focus if you don't have clear, specific long-term goals. Nobody develops focus for funsies. You, you develop focus because you need it. And so an Olympic athlete, we all know, needs to focus on their health more than we do. That's a fact. And why? Because they want to win an Olympic gold medal. So if you don't want to win an Olympic gold medal, you don't have to focus on your health as much as someone who does. And so you have to set clear long-term specific goals that are deeply meaningful to you and then you'll learn how to develop more and more focus along the way there really is no other way people don't develop focus just just because what's happening guys my name is alex and i am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of halifax nova scotia um, the one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, he's always been great at giving me the information that I need exactly at the right time in order to progress to the next level when it comes to my business. And overall, I think he's just a great personality. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized. I know exactly where I need to focus my attention in order to progress. And I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. You know, the, another important thing you have to, and I think people probably struggle with this more than I have thought in the past because I sometimes forget what it was like before I made this shift. You have to be okay with people getting frustrated that you don't text them back right away. I have seen so many memes of if, if he cares, he'll text you back right away. Or if she cares, she'll text you back right away. It's like, honestly, sometimes people are just busy. I mean, sometimes people are just busy. If you message me at 10 1 AM, on a Monday, you will not get a response until at least 8 a.m. the following day because I'm busy. I'm just busy. There's other things going on. It doesn't mean that I don't want to speak to you or it doesn't mean that I don't care about the message. It just means that I'm trying to stay focused. So I think that you have to be okay with maybe getting a little bit of pushback from people who are used to you being so accessible. People are used to you answering your messages right away. There might be a little bit of time where it's like, hey, did you are you ignoring me or how come you didn't how come you didn't re reply to my message sometimes you're just going to be busy and i think that part of the boundary setting is is also super important part of staying focused is allowing yourself and giving yourself the grace and putting up the correct boundaries to people who are used to trying to knock them down whether intentionally or or unintentionally you have to make sure that you're keeping the door closed it's one thing to shut the door. It's a whole nother thing to keep the door closed for long periods of time. And I think that's, that's another master skill, just like saying no. 
Oftentimes we get asked to do things that might be taking us off course or they might be breaking our focus. Saying no, awesome. But shutting the door by setting those boundaries is one thing and then saying no when people knock, that's a whole nother skill that I think we could all do a better job of learning, myself included. There's an author by the name of Cal Newport who wrote a book called Deep Work. And this is, uh, Cal Newport did a, a lot of research about the correlation between how much someone got paid in today's economy and how much deep work they actually do. So, for example, um, you're never going to later in life regret the fact that, oh, I should have spent more time scrolling on Instagram. I should have I answered DMs more. Oh, I really, I really shouldn't have missed that Facebook message, unless it's a family member or something like that. But you might regret not writing your book. You might regret not doing that feature film you always wanted to. You might regret not starting that business. We we have to think long term nowadays because if we don't, there's more distractions than ever. I mean, I don't even know if I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I do want to make this very clear. It is a million times more difficult to stay focused today than it was a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago, you went to the grocery store and there wasn't that many options. There wasn't that many companies. There wasn't that many brands. There wasn't even that many things. Like, there are more options for cars now than ever before in human history. At the very beginning of the car industry, there was one option, the Model T, by the one company, Ford. So, people don't understand how essential it is to protect this part of their life. I do believe that one of the reasons why mental health challenges are so prevalent is because all of us are feeling overwhelmed perpetually. And one of the, the coolest parts about big, clear goals is it forces focus. Like Kev doesn't wake up in the morning and concern himself with a whole lot. He concerns himself with one main thing. How do we grow NLU? Right? It's, it's a lot less overwhelming. Uh, and don't get me wrong, growing NLU, there's a million facets to just that. But I think that human beings are perpetually overwhelmed. We, we grew up, evolutionarily speaking, in the woods where there wasn't that many options. Build a shelter, hunt for food, take care of your family, right? And now we just have a different world that we live in, but we still have these 200,000-year-old brains. And they're not ready. They're not prepared for all this. So very last thing I'll say here, I, I told Kevin I would share this story. I'm very um, strict about anything that distracts me. And recently in our condo complex, because it's spring now, which it's interesting because we've only been living here for probably six months or seven months or something like that. I honestly don't know exactly how long, maybe seven, eight months. But this is the first spring with us living here. There's a ice cream truck that comes by that with the tune like, and I'm like in the middle of work and I'm in the middle of flow. And all of a sudden, my mind's like, oh my God, Choco Tacos. <laughs> you know? Dude, Choco Tacos. Oh, 10 out of 10. Unbelievable. Huge fan. And I'm like, I there's a little part of me, little kid part of me that wants to run out and be like, yeah, and like get my money. Emilia, same deal, right? So we both break out of flow and we're starting to think about Choco Tacos. How much productivity are we losing? And again, we're very strict. We treat ourselves like Olympic athletes. You don't necessarily have to do that unless you have Olympic athlete level goals. But the point is, is that that one distraction really does derail my work. It just does. What's the ice cream truck in your life that you can get rid of? Um, obviously, you can't get rid of the ice cream truck, but that's an example of, of one that's completely out of my control. 
unless I call up the ice cream truck company and say, hey, please don't go buy our house. But there's other homes that might actually have kids that want to do that. And when we have kids, I'm sure we'll want to go out there too. So that's how how strict I am about this distracting thing. And, and the number one most important skill to success is focus. It is focus and consistency. I mean, that long-term thinking, focus, consistency, it, it's it's that. And they're all connected. So, A, a good, and I don't know, I don't, I'm just thinking of this in this moment, but a good practice to avoid distraction would be, imagine if, I don't even know how to frame this. All right, let me start with this. When I, if I listen to music when I'm working, it's always deep focus, or sometimes I listen to lo-fi. I listen to a bunch of different stuff, but the one thing I always do is I make sure there's no words and it's on a playlist. Same. And the reason is I don't want to have to change it. So imagine every time you're doing something, if you put that thing that you're working on, I don't know if this is really going to work the way I wanted it to, but like if your phone is on noise, imagine you were to throw your phone across the room and every single time the phone went off, you had to get up and go check it, get up and go check it, get up and go check it. That's what's happening to your mind. Imagine if you're listening to music while you're working and every single time it changes from one song to another, there's either an ad or the song isn't one you want to hear. So you got to get up and change it, get up and change it, get up and change it. Start thinking of that more and more. How seamless can you make things? And to Alan's point, your, your desire to make things simple and avoid distraction and stay focused in an overwhelming world is probably going to be correlated to your long-term goal. So not everybody will do the same thing, but that really helps me. If my phone was on noise, every time it went off, I would have to check. I would have to check. I would have to How check. How many times would it have gone off in this 20 minutes? I don't know. If, if all of them were on. All Imagine Facebook, oh, I, Instagram, yeah. WhatsApp, all of it was on. How many vibrations during this 20-minute episode? I don't. I don't really know. Honestly, right? Mondays are usually pretty slow, surprisingly, but at least five, at least five. Now imagine if if we, would we be able to add value to our listeners if, if, right, if we were checking that every time? It's very challenging. It's very challenging. It's very challenging. But I am that part of it too is like, you have to have the courage to, to start leaning into this if you want to be more productive. You know, Taryn and I, at at one point we were going to have both of our offices in my office, which is now my office, the studio. And we had a conversation. I said, babe, I can't do that. I, I just can't. I, I love you and I want to look at you all day. I do, I promise. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to be able can't. to get work done yep. at the same level. And it was a very difficult conversation. I was like, I hope she understands. And she understood, right? And and that was very challenging. But now I can hit flow. You have I want to share, share this super fast before we go, Kev. Uh, you know how we've recorded, this is our third episode today. Mm-hmm. Kev, Kev and I prep for these episodes pretty in depth because we want to add as much value as possible. And oftentimes we have to go to the bathroom throughout the day. This is Marathon Monday. There have been two separate occasions where Emilia's door has been open. And if, if Emilia's office door is open, that is like permission slip to like go say hi midday and like mm. give smooches. I, I have two times where I've seen her door open and I went in there. That's why it took so long for me to go to the bathroom, by the way. Um... And we did kisses and I caught up with her. How's your day going? How's your day going? It was really cute. And then Tucker starts barking like, you guys are having fun without me, right? Because he's, he's down in his, his den, the, the bedroom. But I said, I'm sorry for breaking you out of flow. And she has the, the door open because it's so hot up here because it's spring now. And so that's how concerned we are with it. 
like I am, I'm sorry for breaking you out of flow. I'm grateful for the kisses, but I also know that I broke you out of flow and I want to acknowledge that. So mm. it's really important. If you've never studied flow, we'll do an episode on flow at some point. Uh, but r- think about it like REM sleep. This is the best analogy. If you, if you are in bed for 10 hours, but you aren't, aren't ever getting any REM sleep, you're going to wake up exhausted. There's also something that Darren Hardy talks about called REM productivity. And that means distraction-free deep work. Uh, I've been tracking my REM productivity for years now, and it's there's no way we could do I, you know, all of this work without that. Kev, we could never sustain seven episodes a week if we weren't very protective of our of our, you know, mind and our heart and our, and our environment. So that's what today's strategy is about is really try to clean this up. It's distraction hygiene is what we'll call it. Very sexy title. Always. (laughs) Only the sexiest titles when it comes to the frameworks around here. Got it. Calendar hygiene, you know, text message hygiene, distraction hygiene, distraction hygiene, body hygiene, body hygiene. Perfect. Next level (laughs) nation. If you are listening to this and you feel like oftentimes you're alone when you're chasing your dreams and you really wish you had a community of people who you knew would understand what you're going through, you knew would value your opinion, and you knew you could trust and be safe in, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Totally free, totally private, and it's a great place for you to meet other like-minded individuals. Link is in the show notes. We would love to see you in there. I am in there every single day as well as Sarah and a bunch of other members of the team. So please, please join us. We'd love to have you and we cannot wait to see you there. Also, every month, so January, February, March, April, May, June. So this will be our sixth ever monthly meetup. We love to meet our listeners virtually and be able to communicate with you. These are private. These are not recorded. These are not repurposed. These are only ever one time. So the next one is June 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on how to be a better communicator. Communication skills, it has been extraordinarily humbling. I've read books on communication for years now, and it's extremely humbling to realize that I'm still working on this. Kevin and I podcast for a living, speak for a living, trainings, coaching, communication is what we do every single day. Your communication skills are more critical than you realize. If you have a future where you want to succeed with other people and collaborate and coordinate with other people, communication is the through line that's going to help you. So join us on June 2nd, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Obviously, this is a huge, huge area of focus for Kevin and I. If you want to achieve your dreams, you're going to have to influence other people in a positive way. And if you want to influence people in a positive way, you're going to have to communicate effectively. And Kevin and I are working on this every single day. So please join us. Sometimes I know it doesn't show and you can't tell we're working on it, but I promise behind the scenes we are 100% working on it. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 972. You learn more from your mistakes than your wins. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.